moral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. Now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, yes, indeedy, Mr. Tweedy. This is a good one. Thanks for tuning in to the Modern Eater Show. Saturday night, five minutes past the hour, 6.05 in the Mile High City, but we're in Colorado Springs. It's four by Brother Luck, 321 North Tejom Street. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and of course our mascot, Little Rich. I drove here. down, baby. You did drive down. This is great. We're live on Facebook as well, the Modern Eater Facebook page. I'm just going to share that as we're talking here to get that uh, the most visibility as the, as we can. Uh, coming off a great week of the Summer Dinner Series and Chef Daniel Asher on Tuesday night. What a dinner. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. They call that, uh, Jay here, they call that off the hook. Yeah. Well, Little Rich and I were just actually, before the show started, just talking about what an incredible guy Daniel Asher is. Let me not in, yeah. let me not mess up the intro there, Greg Hollenbeck, but no. I mean, you know, I, I just got to give a shout out to Daniel Asher, River and Woods in Boulder, Colorado. He brought it to the house. I mean, if there was someone gave a full court press. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you know, Dan's heart is is better than his food, and his food is incredible. But his heart, his soul, it's amazing. And and folks, just so you know, the conversation that we were having, it's all about how Daniel constantly deflects the spotlight off of him mm-hmm. and onto the people around him who deserve just as much as he does. Because as he knows, and we all know, as being business owners, because Rich and I were saying this. It, it's the team that makes us look good. And if we bring a solid team to the table, everyone's taking care of at every level. So, yep. I mean, and Daniel, he just has this A game that's all about, listen, I love you. I love the food. We're here for the food. It's amazing. He's so important to so many people in our community, and we appreciate him so much, as, uh, you know, as well as the other chefs that have joined us. Uh, if you're tuning in just now, we're live at 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Uh, the Modern Eater Show continues with Summer Dinner Series. Um, SummerDinnerSeries.com is what you can look forward to. Um, check it out. The uh, We're going into week six with Chef Brother Luck. And Chef Brother Luck, we're in his digs tonight, you guys. He's going to be uh, center stage cooking at the Chef's Table Experience at Barbe- Barbecue Supply Company on Tuesday evening. Raven just sits down. I can see her on the Facebook Live. Raven, make sure you go to Facebook, The Modern Eater, and share this video to your timeline on Facebook. Are you a Facebooker? Yes. She is. Okay. <laughs> nice. And, and folks, Raven is uh, it's actually one of Little Rich's uh, tortilla lines, <laughs> which uh, I'll tell you because it's actually my favorite because you make it a little different. You know, uh, I mean, Raquelita's tortillas <laughs> over there. I think That's what right. you're trying to say is uh, Raven's Rich's daughter, and she's a uh, lovely young gal coming up in the ranks of the culinary community, and, and that's really what it's all about. So. Yes. Well, named a tortilla after. That's the little that's Raven. The that's the little Raven, yes. Yeah. And made it a little sweet, like her, all that <laughs> stuff. So <laughs> It's going to be a big show for us this evening as we uh, make it all make sense as far as uh, what this community, this this movement that we're doing, 
as far as hyper-local goes, and that's a term that you turned me on to, rich. I mean, local, we all know what local is, but hyper-local is how do you support your community and make everything go full circle to where, you know, if you're buying grains and the Whiskey Sisters supply for Rocker Spirits and then Rocker Spirits utilizes those Colorado grains to uh, make delicious whiskey and then that whiskey ends up on the shelves at, at the Hyatt Regency Denver and then somebody buys that whiskey and, and drinks it, supports the community and, and they didn't just support the bottom line for the Hyatt Regency, um, but they supported that chain, that chain of hyper-local and, and that movement. Yep which we see times, and that's just one scenario that I'm bringing to the table. But in tonight's show, you're going to hear from Chef Brother Luck, who cares so much about not only um, farming, agriculture, finding good products, but, Rich, as you said, uh, farming people as well. You know, uh, when we got here, I asked Brother, show me the digs. Let's go back in the kitchen and show me what you got back there. And I was completely blown away just the side of being emotional because of what he's doing back there he's bringing back high school kids from uh, at-risk kids and putting them uh, to work giving them responsibility teaching them accountability and probably that's probably some of the first discipline and more importantly some of the first praise that they've gotten and it, it is amazing that the bigger story of this restaurant is what's happening in the kitchen it, it, truly, you're going to hear a lot of that this evening. So Chef Brother Luck, he'll be joining us here momentarily on the show this evening at 6.30 right here on 6.30 KHOW and iHeart Radio Station. Blake DeHuff and Nathan Rockwood from Rocky Mountain Organic Farms will join us. Um, this is one of the local farms. Uh, they're farming animals and beyond. They're actually doing some uh, herbs as well. Uh, but located in the Black Forest, it's, it's one of Brother Luck's favorites to uh, source animals from at 6:45 in the kitchen. I had about a half an hour to an hour conversation with this gentleman. His name's Chef Kyle Mendenhall. He's from Arcana in Boulder at 909 Walnut Street. And Kyle is one of those guys to where, uh, first of all, helping launch the Kitchen Group's uh, culinary concepts is uh, really Kyle's yeah. origin. Oh it, yeah, it, and it, probably one of the most hyper local guys. Yeah. Listen, this guy, if you've seen what he does in his kitchen, how he tries to preserve the local season as long as he can. Because that's what a lot of it is about in a state where mm -hmm. we, you know, I mean, Colorado, our growing season is 141 days. Yeah. If, if you're not trying to stretch that on both sides, and Kyle does it in a way that is pure magic. We, uh, I was really sad because Greg was in Miami the time that... Uh, Jay and I got to go up there. Jay, myself, and Emily. I've never been to Miami. Oh, yeah. oh, well, it's not Miami. The Keys. <laughs> but, but he, he's a Florida boy. You never know. been to the Keys. Sorry. Where, where, in the, where do you go then? Where Fort, do you? Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Okay. Yeah. Golf I course. Mean, other side. Yeah, Florida. the golf courses and old people. Um, it's good stuff. <laughs> the waiting room for God. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is basically. But what, but about but Ky Fort Myers. About is. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Mendenhall. Yep. Truly, yep. I, and you talk about the chefs that we've had for summer dinner series and Chef Kerry Baird and Chef Brother Luck and Chef Daniel Asher and, and, and Chef uh, Keegan Gerhardt and Chef Preston Phillips and, and then uh, Kyle Mendenhall takes the stage in week seven for the summer dinner series and I have to tell you 
the respect and admiration for the values of Chef Kyle Mendenhall. He reminds me of all of these chefs' core concepts and values rolled into one chef, and I'm so excited to hear from him at 6.45 as we um, teleport by phone to Boulder, Colorado to join him in the kitchen at Arcana, and that's going to be very special. When you think of Colorado Springs, you think of Distillery 291. Uh, Michael Myers and his team have been doing uh, strides, leaps and bounds in the distilling community, just winning award after award from a, a brand new distillery that, uh, in, in my estimation, people are taking heed and, and, and definitely noticing uh, the distillates that they're producing. And uh, none better than this guy. He's larger than life. And Philip Raleigh from Distillery 291 is going to join us. Well, then and he's got some special techniques, doesn't he, Completely Greg? looking forward to that. Yeah, and I don't know if they're secret techniques. I don't think they are. Or special, special, well, different, right? Yeah, I mean, about how, how to um, barrel age in an expeditious manner. Um, and somewhat controversial. I'll just say, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know controversial or not there's a lot of distillers that hang their hat on the traditional um, large barrel system for aging and they're using a 291 a, a smaller barrel and they're forcing staves into the barrel to enhance that flavor value and doing it very well uh, so cutting new road in that industry and and doing it in an unapologetic fashion so Looking forward to catching up to Philip with Philip Raleigh at Distillery 291. Again, live on Facebook, we're going to have the opportunity to show you a lot of great food tonight. And uh, you should take us up on that opportunity just to, as well as keep an eye out on Tuesday evening when we do the same thing in a little different format from the Barbecue Supply venue, who's been, uh, Jared Leonard's been a, a, a great host for us uh, to be able to pull off this summer dinner series. But I have to tell you, when we set sail on our road trip to be able to walk the walk, not just talk the talk, to uh, seriously source from the finest farms, uh, thanks to you, Brian Freeman from Growers Organic, who your relationships with farmers, uh, I thought I, I, I knew how great they were before, but solidified it beyond anything that I could ever imagine to where um, you're kind of their spirit guide and you do things for the farmers that, that you know, honestly, there's not too many people out there do. Usually it's a, a pick up and drop off and get it quickly to the table. But telling the story is what we were able to do. And you allowing them to uh, not only have an outlet for creativity, but to continue with their success and build them a sustainable model of the future uh, for farms. And in, in my estimation, I always say that if um, I go to a grocery store that's sourcing through Growers Organic or a restaurant, that that sets the bar for me that I want to do business there and, and uh, so much appreciated. Uh, back to the road trip, so many farms, ranches, breweries, distilleries that uh, we had the pleasure and opportunity to shake hands and, and meet folks that are doing so much in our agriculture and, and, and producing products community that um, it just made sense for us to do the summer dinner series and all roads lead back to barbecue supply company where we have eight weeks of delicious dinners and I never in my wildest dreams could I have imagined that the community um, would embrace these dinners with the fervor that they have uh, thus far. Everyone's uh, been sold out. Yeah. There's not an empty seat. There's not. 
It's well, and what's so cool is is the chefs have been asking, "Hey, how can I get involved?" People in the cooking in the in the restaurant community are coming in there and saying, "Just give me a little piece of this." Just looking for the time because uh, you know it's. I think I think it's a wonderful place to showcase. One, we're we're showcasing these huge chefs, but it's also getting some exposure to one of the things that one of the younger chefs said is it's so nice to be able to learn and gain knowledge from one of these guys who has a big name. Which on Dan their, Asher very oh, much. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, all these guys. Yeah. You know, look to at me. what Kyle Mendenhall did with the kitchens. Yeah. They all bowed to you Dan. Know, yeah, Kyle, Kyle put together something that was so big and, then, and now is going nationwide. And now he just said, hey, man, I'm all about Colorado. Is I'm, our Facebook Live frozen? Stream frozen? Or is that going on? He's, no, it's fine. Know, it's fine. Yep. Chase says it's fine. That means he it's said, fine. Let's he, he not forget it, yeah. the uh, ACF Colorado Chefs Association benefiting from these dinners. And, and I don't even want to say they're benefiting from the dinners because we're benefiting from the Colorado Chefs Association um, by all the great networking and folks that they're um, giving us accessibility to throughout these dinners and, and those uh, kids that are coming up in the apprenticeship program. And we've had return appre- uh, apprentice throughout the dinner series um, that are just so thankful to, like like you were talking about, Brian, to be given the opportunity to work within our community. And um, the help of Augusta Scoffier in Boulder and Chef Jesper Janssen uh, corralling those young students to where you go to one of these dinners, you're witnessing something very special and uh, an educational element to it. Know where your food comes from. Um, know the importance of the purveyors and, and, and sourcing and, and figure out where you want to spend your money. Because let's face it, we're spending a lot of money on food and beverage. And I think it's more important than ever to find a means to be able to trickle that money um, back into the community. And, and, and those are values that I'll hold on to. Uh, and, and you can hold me to those values because I never want to lose focus to those core values. We're going to see if we can corral Chef Brother Luck, bring him out here, showcase some delicious food. Again, we are live on Facebook from 4 by Brother Luck at 321 North Tejon Street. Um, we're going to be back in a flash. This is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat 
lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, we're back on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio, live from 4 by Brother Luck. This is a good one. Chef Brother Luck going to be joining us momentarily. You might know Chef Brother Luck um, from his Top Chef fame. And he spent a lot of time in Last Chance Kitchen on Season yeah, 15 in Colorado. Yeah. He did rock it. Yeah. Hey, Jay, when you got a second, could you? Uh, Arabella says my mic needs to come up just a little bit. Say that again. I'm sorry. No, that's no problem. Uh, Arabella said that my mic is light. We need to bring it up just a little bit. So gotcha. gotcha. We'll do that now. Uh, continuing on, Summer Dinner Series. SummerDinnerSeries.com is where you can get your tickets. And Little Rich, you've supported the Dinner Series um, so much throughout, which we appreciate. But I have a feeling you'd be there one way or another. <laughs> well, I've had to buy new pants now, Greg, because <laughs> there's just no no self control whatsoever. Are you saying the food is good? Uh, uh, absolutely, it is. And the beer is pouring. Um, you know what? I've I've had beer at the first two events, little sips, and after that, I've I've had to yeah. kind of lay off. I'm a lightweight now. I'm, I'm a glad lightweight. you brought that up, Brian, because beer is one of the elements. Uh, a beer pairing dinner is what we have in. And to start it out, though, with Rocker Spirits and Cocktail Hour, their cocktails are delicious. I think that oh. uh, most of the folks have, have really enjoyed that aspect of the dinner. So one hour of settling in and, and uh, drinking delicious cocktails. And then off to the dinners where Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project has taken the lead. And uh, Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, who I call the most interesting man in the world, an archaeologist, um, turned brewer who takes indigenous spices from his travels around the world and has created recipes from those regions of the world to make a very beer um, uh, uh, spice forward beers that are great for pairing with uh, food and along those lines a sister brewery um, going down the line resolute and brews beers and launchpad brewing company and bull and bush brewing company uh, these are the likes of the quality of breweries that are pairing up for these dinners. So if you're a beer lover, I'd encourage you, SummerDinnerSeries.com, you're going to see all of the um, great beer companies and, and menus and things that are happening. Is Brother Luck coming out to join us He's, here? Yes, I, I told him to come out. I, aside from grabbing onto him and dragging him out here, I, well, I don't should, know yeah. what to do. Well, if you uh, saw he's the got kitchen. A, he's got a wall of tickets back there, yeah. and you saw in the break what he was doing uh, when I was back in the kitchen. So he said he's coming out as earliest as humanly possible. So we may need you to switch some things up since we're light in the 7 o'clock hour and Brother's yet to make an appearance. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's 6.30. I just hate Brother uh, not to have the first, first voice heard. 
and go straight to the the um, farmers, which um, you know, hey, no big deal if we do that. But, Tr um, I mean, well, trust me, he's comfortable back there. I think he's putting his restaurant and his guests, you know, uh, on the top of his list. And then uh, we, we can we can fit these guys in, and we can do him on the backside. Well, wait, gentlemen, let's <laughs> let's bring a little. Uh, before Jay does uh, you know brother I mean. luck on the backside, you know what um, I mean. But let's bring a little bit of of flavor into this because, Greg, you and I did not get to eat. Well, we we had a taste of stuff that was going on at our dinners, but little rich. <laughs> Talk about I've cleaned I, every plate. Yeah, well, also though, when brother luck came into town, there was an incredible day last week, folks. The night before the show or the night before the dinner was one of the biggest days that I think Greg myself and Jay at the Modern Eater packed in because first we had Brother Luck and then we had Brother Luck well, we all joined together at breakfast with Brother Luck. I was, I was about to say that wrong there. Um, and we had a great breakfast at Morning Collective down in Denver. Mm -hmm. Great place. And then we went over and saw the space with Brother Luck. And all of a sudden, like anyone who walks in Barbecue Supply oh, they light up. gets pumped about all the equipment, all the incredible, it's just a really welcoming space. It's like an elf walking into Santa's shop. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that because there's so much truth to that. And then, and so we go there, and then, the, in my opinion, the piece de la resistance, we go to Growers Organic and walk through the coolers with Brother. And just like one of these guys is so gracious and so, hey, listen, what all these farmers are doing what you're doing at growers thank you for bringing all these little farms mm -hmm. together brian because the reality is is i need stuff and i see him walking across the room and i'm so pumped to have him here oh the pipeline yeah. is so critical yeah, there he oh is. my god here he is here, here he is the big man himself brother gonna, luck babe gonna, ruth has come up to the plate <laughs> we're gonna I love it. we're gonna I get love it. It, it's um you, you came right up on break brother and you're working hard in the kitchen i see it, the sweat on his brow, you know, that's um, working hard in the kitchen. And, and brother t turned me on to a term that you can always tell if a chef is working in the kitchen by if he has uh, no hair on his knuckles. And, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, they're clean. They're clean. Chef uh, Brother Luck, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Here we are, four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, 321 North Tejon Street. Join us here if you're in the shot of our voice. We broadcast all the way down to Colorado Springs as well. So. Um, please it, it, be our guest down here and uh, have some fun. Again, we're going to join in and talk uh, purveying with Rocky Mountain Organic Farms and Blake DeHuff and Nathan Rockwood, who have joined us here as well. And then uh, a Colorado Springs favorite again with uh, Distillery 291 is going to check in next hour. We're going to make a menu tonight, brother, for your dinner. All right. I like I've, got, I've got people that are like, I need to see Brother's menu. <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry about his menu. It's going to be delicious yeah. food. Well, that's my variable of whether I'm going to buy a ticket or not. Just oh, tell okay. him right oh. now, yeah. don't even worry about no, the menu, we, right? We totally got it. We, uh, I've, I've already started the process. Um, I'm thinking tempura jalapeno poppers. Hang on. Can oh. we hang on? We oh. need to tease I, this. All right. We got to tease it. Sorry, <laughs> guys. To... My bad. All right. No sweat. <laughs> so it's uh, 630 on 630 KHOW, a uh, iHeart radio station. We need to stay on time. Take a quick turnaround. Are you cool for the next segment, brother? Yeah, yeah. I'm totally good. You're I'm, good to go? I'm, I'll be here in the restaurant all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so we'll do that. We'll take a quick break. We'll move Blake DeHuff and Nathan Rockwood from Rocky Mountain Organic Farms into the 
the 7 o'clock hour at 6.45. We'll check in with Kyle Mendenhall uh, up in Arcana. And um, we'll just continue this. It's a great party down here and just a very welcoming oh, restaurant. Oh, I see Phillip's coming. I love Phillip. Isn't he the best? Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> Phillip's coming. Well, I love this place. Is packed. I mean, you know, you know, Colorado Saturday Springs night. It's great to see. Yeah, always. Saturday night in Colorado Springs. So, Chef, if you need to take off for two minutes, just promise me that you'll come back. I always Or will. you can stick around here. <laughs> and then uh, from Facebook, our Facebook guests. Right now we're showing delicious Growers Organic um, uh, vegetables and fruit, fruits and vegetables. But we're going to put some food out here in front and, and show you what kind of uh, – uh, stuff brothers creating so i know i feel bad i i pulled that out of some some teasers that i was throwing brother because he gets all this great stuff from us every week but i i was like hey here's some stuff that i'll throw a curveball at you and all i right. and i feel bad because i only gave him one grapefruit and the other one's sitting right here as our uh where our food will <laughs> be highlighted sit back relax we're going to take a quick turnaround and then we'll go to school with chef brother luck coming up next right here on the modern eater show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild Wild beers and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000 gallon system year round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Okay, be back to our live broadcast from 4 by Brother Luck, but right now, He's the, he's the man. His name's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business, custom installs and maintenance of draft systems, works with the managers and owners 
to make your dreams come reality. I mean, I'm telling you, you need an A-plus report card from Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions, whether it's just um, making sure your temperatures are right, your glycol system is correct, or do you need to add a line? even need to take out a line are you running as efficiently as possible i know with breweries and restaurants you're getting a little bit of age on your wheels there and jeff rourke from a plus beverage solutions can make sure that you're running optimally with optimal speed and optimal power from a plus beverage solutions uh, whether you're doing a custom install or you're just maintaining your draft systems get a hold of jeff rourke and a plus beverage solutions Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, Resolute Brewing Company, Punchbowl Social, Live, Lost Highway Brewing Company in Old Chicago. The list goes on. Uh, Jeff Rourke, A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> This is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. All right, I hope we can get the man of the hour. This has been a tough one today. Uh, the Modern Eater Show on the air everywhere and live from 4 by Brother Luck. 321 Tejon Street, North Tejon Street. Let's get that right. Kyle Mendenhall will join us for In the Kitchen at... Um, arcana in boulder so we'll jump up there and do that so uh what do you want to talk about rich well you know <laughs> as as we're, we're waiting for brother to come out you know the one thing that you can say is obviously looking around here the guy the man the food is in demand yes now if you if we came down here and it was like no problem i can go back and whip everything up and i'll be right out because there's no one in my dining room right that's not a a, a great sign so, if anything, this is indicative of what Diners Tuesday are in store for. It's going to be off the hook. I can just tell. So, you know, Tuesday nights this summer have been a very interesting thing as we've kind of just, you know, Brian, we've watched this develop right in front of our eyes. And, and to uh, again, we go back to community. And, and I, I really don't think that we knew what we were getting our hands on. So, as we uh, venture into the fall and... I mean, the ideas inside of my mind for, you know, winter dinner series and what chefs and what should that look like and and um, the ideas of pop-ups, pop-up restaurants, right? Oh, huge. Um, so many people want to test their concepts with pop-up restaurants and and um, yes. well, but more so it's these young young guys that are underneath these great chefs. You know, mm -hmm. I, was, I was just over at a, at a restaurant today, the Bindery, and she's She's on yeah, fire, I, but her well, but, but follow me, that. yeah, follow me with this though, because her her chef Zach, who's in the kitchen, he doesn't get any kind of publicity, he doesn't get any notoriety, and and we are hyper local. We're about these small guys that are coming up in the ranks, mm -hmm. and and it's those guys sometimes at the ACF, Brandon Foster, right? Is that Brandon's last name? Am I getting that right? Or I, no? I know Brandon. He's going to be Brandon an incredible from the talent. He is an incredible he talent. He is an now. incredible talent, but he's at a place where it's not his name on the door. Yeah. And that's where I was going with that whole thing about these these little guys that are in the back of the kitchen, and they don't have – and it was great because what we were talking about with Brother Luck earlier today, right, he said, listen, any one of my chefs, when they're ready and they want to take the next step, I'll support them, and I'll give them the down payment yeah. that they need. Yeah. And that, I mean – just goes back to how Brother Luck is just one of these guys that really wants to foster the next generation and realizes if he's doing what he can do for his industry, 
it's bringing up the people that are going to replace him. Yeah, he's one of those. He's not about getting more market share for his restaurant. He's about creating a larger uh, industry, just a larger talent pool, a more profound uh, approach to what we're all doing. He, he's he's just working. He's working on a whole different level. I, I was uh, astounded back there. Yeah. It, well, his whole board that we're going to post a picture of, I, I felt uncomfortable posting that because uh, he has this board about its stats on all the kitchen. It's stats on mm-hmm. who's, who's out there, who are the people that come into his restaurant. I mean, and this is how granular it was. Who comes into his restaurant and likes it? Who gives him incredible ratings? Mm-hmm. And make sure. Oh, here, in the nick of time. Yeah, there he is, yeah. Chef Brother Luck, on a busy Saturday evening. Generally, we were just talking about you. Yeah, generally it's um, <laughs> we're disturbing you by phone. Now, it's <laughs> no different than any other Saturday. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Chef Brother Luck joins us at his digs um, with a baggie of his own native soil right here, four by Brother Luck. Um, that's what it's all about tonight, and I'm just enjoying this, just taking it in. Uh, first of all, creating a restaurant and your own, developing your own concept. And, I mean, this, this is everything you wanted it to be, isn't it, brother? No, for sure. Um, entrepreneurship is the most stressful freedom in the world. I think there's, uh, there's something so unique about just going for it. And uh, as someone who owns 100% of my business and... Uh, you know, you're responsible for everything. So, you know, mentorship sessions I've been having all day with my team and leading and guiding and, you know, and then we're gardening and we're prepping and there's chef tables going on and there's bar tastings and, oh my. (laughs) So let's start it. Let's start at the beginning. The four concept, there's, there's a, uh, there's a method to what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, I originally started, uh, developing my brand. I was, I was, I was sitting with a group and, and trying to decide what was Brother Luck? And as we got into it, we started talking about my name. And I'm Brother Luck the fourth. It's passed down to me. So I'm the fourth generation Brother Luck, which is very special. And um, I wanted to make the restaurant kind of start there. So as we got into four, there was a lot of symbolism. And I read this quote um, by the Ute tribe, uh, this, this shaman from the Ute tribe that was indigenous to the area that said, before reservations, we were experts at hunting, fishing, farming, and gathering. So that's actually where those four symbols come from on our on our glass right there. Is those are the four people that we're inspired. Our, our food is inspired by. So we're always trying to understand that. And then we got into the four corners. That's the region we live in. So that's really where we're sourcing a lot of our stuff. And then the the four seasons obviously rotate, and our menu is based on four course tastings. So four just became very symbolic all the way through. And I was like, we have to call the restaurant four. Absolutely. There's another, you know, I don't want to call it five, but there's one other thing that I see that's so important to you and what you do is the people. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm only as good as my day off. I, I, I'm, I'm nothing without my people. Um, so, you know, that's I put a lot of my time into, into development of my team, and I want like-minded individuals around me. I mean, this is why I created my own place, because I wanted to work with people that were passionate like I am. Well, hey, brother, I got a question for you, because I think you were fibbing. You, you have a partner. Oh, my wife. I she mean, is at home. I've heard some incredible she's stories the boss. about her. Yeah. She's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's amazing. You know, I'm, I'm, that, is, that is truly the, the, the rock of, of the story. She, her and I have been together um, 18 years. We've been married 15. And, uh, man, she is, she's a special woman. I, I don't know what I did right in a past life, but she is a, she's a trooper. And, you know, she, she really encourages me to, to think that I can take over the world. 
all the good ones. Congratulations! Yeah, I mean, way to go. I mean, that's sorry. special, really, when you have all of those Definitely. things aligned for you. I look into your kitchen, and there it is. You can't help but notice it. But the chef's table, oh, yeah. um, being able to cook in front of people and and actually see the process. There's a value to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, cooking is, is entertainment. You know, we're, we're chefs and we're entertainers, and I, I think that's a key piece. Is a lot of our, our guests want to see that experience. They they want to see what's happening behind the scenes. So to to have a kitchen that's the size that we do, it was perfect to put that table in there. And and you know, tonight we have a guest uh, celebrating birthday, and and it was a surprise. And, and it turns out he's spent the same uh, uh, he spent time in Japan in the same place I did. So we're back there talking about Kanazawa and, and some of my favorite you know real cons and um, it's just that's an experience that only can happen in a kitchen and it, it's just you know I want to invite you to my home this is hospitality we are we are making you feel welcomed so Tuesday night uh, temporarily you have a uh, new home for the no, night I'm so excited and barbecue supply company chef brother luck takes Denver by storm and as you just talked about inside of your kitchen we're going to be opening up 40 seats for a chef's table experience and not only um, the educational element, the community element, the, the sourcing of products, uh, it's all going to come together as one. And Chef Brother Luck, uh, I, you know, none better than you of, of getting into that kitchen and, and really uh, giving that food show, which I think is so cool and so important. So we're looking forward. Do you, do you have any surprises that you're going to lay out on Tuesday night? I, you know, I'm playing around. I mean, one of my secrets is, is one of the guests you're going to have on later uh, is Blake. I mean, he, he does phenomenal with his pork, the way he raises his pigs. Um, so we're going to showcase that. He dropped me off some bellies yesterday, and we're getting them in the cure, and we're getting them ready for Tuesday. So we're already starting the dinner now because, you know, good food takes time. So we have to respect it and allow it to do what it's supposed to do. Live radio, no man, it's master, and uh, proving to be uh, this evening as we're going to have to change some things up. I don't want you to move, brother. Okay, <laughs> let's push Kyle Mendenhall into the next hour um, uh, Jay, if we could, mm -hmm. and we'll get him at 7 o'clock. We're going to, um, rightfully so, in the kitchen, we'll feature Brother Luck, and we're going to talk about building a menu, how you go about that, how you approach that. Totally, totally. How it, I mean, it's an orchestra. You know, I, I've got a very unique system that I do to de design dishes, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it. So take copious notes as we return. We'll be right back in a flash. This is the Modern Eater Show, up next in the kitchen on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like Satis, Grazers, and Kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally.
Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying Trying to build your own website or design graphics? Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. All right, here we go. Back at four by Brother Luck. With Brother Luck. This is awesome. Uh, Having a great time. Food just came out. um, And it looks amazing. So on Facebook, we're Facebook Live. You can see the food right now as we speak. And Chef Brother Luck. Here we we're not in your kitchen, but we're really, really close. <laughs> the whole restaurant's my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so what, first of all, for the folks watching on Facebook, and that's why we encourage you to go take a look. What are the four dishes that you brought out here? Uh, so we're gonna start you off with some uh, uh, starters. Uh, we have an ancho uh, chili pasta uh, made ha- made here, filled with some fruition farms cheese. Uh, there's a tomato water, uh, a little bit of squash. Uh, so a really nice light dish to kind of begin it. Um, next we have our tempura jalapeno poppers. Obviously, they've been on the menu since day one. It's a cumin spice cream cheese with coriander, cilantro, dipped in a tempura batter, served with pickles. Those are popping. Um, next we have our blue cornbread, um, Bow and Arrow Farms blue corn. Uh, we work that into the cornbread uh, recipe. Uh, Pueblo chilies, a uh, wahapi sauce, which is cooked down um, 
uh, wild berries with agave nectar and a little bit of tamarind honey, um, pueblo chilies. And then we have the dirty rice arancinis. So I uh, kind of took my father's uh, recipe with the dirty rice and made it made it my own with a, with a warm pimento cheese. And uh, it's breaded, it's fried, it's a nice light starter. So Delicious. Boy, <laughs> I, you know, eating on the radio doesn't really make for a good rate. <laughs> so I'm going to be tempted with this in front, and I'll sneak a bite whenever I can. But, again, Summer Dinner Series and SummerDinnerSeries.com is – where you can get your tickets, and I have to tell you, brother, your dinner's looking very good right well, now at this gonna, point in time. There's some good response to it, so uh, last few tickets left. Try and grab them while you can. So Tuesday evening, you're going to take center stage, and your culinary delights will join us. And I want to make a menu while we're here. Are you Instagramming right now? I'm always supporting you. <laughs> <laughs> Cor- so five courses uh, all paired with beers. I don't know if though the uh, brewers have gotten a hold of you yet, but that probably needs to happen quickly to let you know, Chef. I'm always down to drink some beer. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> okay, so first course, what do you think? Uh, you know, I, I always love to showcase the uh, the tempura jalapeno poppers. It's 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 a signature. They're fun. It's a great bite. Um, I know we talked about getting some 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 local jalapenos that we can work in there. So um, I think it's a great starter. It's 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 packed full of flavor. It's bright. It's acidic. It's spicy. Um, textures are crazy, so I, I, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to go that for our first course bite. Greg, Dig in, little Greg, Rich. Greg, go, go I'm salivating. I know, they both are I, I'm, like... I'm going I'm to cut one in half. It's this. like start your engines right Oh, my here. God, look at this. Look so at this. Dude, boys. you're just going to, I mean, you know, why go outside of a good thing, right? I mean, here it is. These are... Okay, I'm, I'm going in. This is going to be on the first course menu, right? And then second course, brother, what are you looking at? You know, I, I've been thinking a lot about the second course, and, and I love to showcase um, beautiful things about the Four Corner region. Um, so it's one of the reasons I wanted to do this tonight is, is I think we're going to do this Bow and Arrow uh, Farms Blue Cornbread. I think showcasing the Pueblo Chili, um, doing a really nice wahapi sauce, all the berries are starting to fruit. I mean, Blake just brought me some gooseberries from his uh, his farm out in Black Forest. So, you know, I think we might go that direction. Um, with uh, with that for our second course, so blue cornbread is, is, is how we're going to transition. So we're looking at two items that are oh, going to. Oh, be... I'm already ahead of you. I oh, got gotcha. you. This is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Are, are you going to continue this theme here? You're going you're to get a taste of uh, of the next course as well. I'm going to bring that out probably the second round. Um, and uh, I'm thinking that one. You know, the melons are really starting to pop. So um, I'm I'm going to showcase some. Uh, I've got some Japanese booty that just came in. It's a it's a fish from Japan. Um, I work really close with this farm. Um, I, I love this fish. It, it, it's, it's sweet. It's like the it's like the big brother to hamachi. Uh, we're gonna pair that with some melons. So I'm thinking probably those Rocky Ford melons you sent me home with yep. the other day. Um, I'm gonna pair that maybe a little watermelon, and then I'm, g- I'm gonna hit it with some pop rock candy. I'm just gonna kind of kind of give you a nice texture. What? Oh yeah, <laughs> right, this is what I do. I mean, it's oh, it's, wow. it's left field all the time. Is this so on your menu here? I, I have a watermelon salad with pop rock candy on my menu, so I'm gonna showcase you that for for the second round. But I'm gonna pair it with the booty because that fish is is absolutely. What's gorgeous. the taste of that fish? It's sweet. Um, it's got a it's got a light melon flavor to it. Um, a little bit of cucumber essence, um, blossom uh, kind of. And, and, and the beauty is, even in their feed, they control it to where they, they decrease the fish feed and they add green tea powder to get rid of the fishiness. So 
that much thought goes into how this fish is raised. Um, and it's raised off the waters in southeastern Japan, um, right in the ocean. So it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful product. Um, I got to see it last year um, in Tsukiji Fish Market, and uh, I'm actually heading back out there in the spring um, to go work with them some more. And you fell in love. I, you know, Japan is, a, is, is such a special place for me. I love Japan. So that's the third course. So you're going fish on the third course. Uh, you know, you're, you're known for a lot of your uh, whole hogs that you're doing. Uh, are you, I got to know what the main dish is going to be. It's, a, it's only appropriate to go whole hog. Um, <laughs> are you going to go whole hog? Yeah, are you gonna, nice. I've, I've got some bellies from Rocky Mountain Organic Farms that Blake raised. Um, he brought these in. They're, they're 75% or Duroc um, Mangalista. So the fat content is gorgeous. Um, it's not overwhelming. I'm going to do a tasso ham cure on those. So they're actually going to get cured tonight. That way I can smoke them off probably uh, Tuesday morning. And then we're just going to let wow. those, those bellies, you know, get nice and soft and, and smoky and spicy. Um, and I'm thinking maybe those uh, those white beans that you showed me, what were they, the, the mortgage? Yeah, the mortgage <laughs> lifters. The mortgage yeah, lifters. mortgage lifters. So I'm thinking that might be, because I was originally going to do like a black-eyed pea. So I think that might be fun, maybe a little Tabasco gelée, um, maybe some Swiss, uh, Swiss chard uh, wilted down. So I'm thinking that's the direction. Our friends down in Dove Creek, that's See? out on the, sort of the western slope. It's on the western side of Colorado here. Yeah, yeah. Down by Durango. So uh, that's where I'm thinking I'm going with, uh, with the, uh, the main course, and I, I love the fact that Blake's here to talk more about his farm and his pigs. We work really close with his farm. Um, I showcased his hog actually at Koshan this year, so um, it's a great relationship that we have with them. Um, and then dessert. I mean, it's it's Palisade peach season, so yes, I've got a Palisade is. peach upside down cake um, that we're gonna hit with some brie cheese. Yeah, he uh, Jay Parker here. He he brought. I'm setting up equipment, doing some plug in, plug out. And he brought out this little thing, and, and it, let me just say, savory and sweet. It, it was a. a, a a little bit more savory in my in my mouth than it was sweet, and it was. But that's perfect for me because it's not too sweet. You get that salt on the back end, and man, I'm yeah. telling you, oh. I'm telling you. What I didn't tell him is he's killing my diet. But when he brought this thing out, I'm like, well, how can I not just use everything this in moderation? Oh man, well, Jay's supposed to be on Smacked some special mama, 80. Huh? Yeah, I mean, listen, it uh, all it was delicious. Jay, was how would delicious. that be wrapped in a tortilla? Well, listen, Rich. When you're around, man, I'll wrap anything in a tortilla. <laughs> I, I see it as I see it as a really nice sweet. You know, maybe with some of those chocolate tortillas. And, you know, really? It, it could what work. time it could do work. we have? How much time do we have left? We got uh, three minutes. Three minutes in this segment. So here's what I want to do. We have uh, Rocky Mountain Organic Farms coming up, right? Yes. Are you going to be able to stick around? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go check on the chef table and, oh, and kind of work on their next course, but I'll definitely float back out. I love chatting with Blake and, and, and everything they do. Make us look smart, though. They can't hear us right now. <laughs> Give us a, like the, a little uh, morsel that we can throw at them that they'd be like, well, how did those guys know that? Well, I think one of the most uh, inspiring things is his son is one of the most educated culinarians I've ever met. I mean, he knows more about chickens and, and pigs than any of my cooks combined. I mean, his son is, is absolutely phenomenal. He probably grew up on the farm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's a sharp one. So All right, there is only 20 seconds left. Kyle Mendenhall, can you stick around and talk to Kyle, too? Do you Definitely. know Kyle? I, I, I think we've met before. We'll yes. introduce you. Oh, listen to the uh, – you guys have a lot of the same values. Okay. Uh, four by Brother Luck, Chef Brother Luck joining us. It's only fitting. We're down in Colorado Springs. This dinner's Tuesday night. Tickets available, summerdinnerseries.com. Uh, join us. Would you be our guests at the Chef's Table Experience? We'll be back in a flash for hour two on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I
want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. Wow, that's a blast from the past. The <laughs> Modern <laughs> Drinker Show intro right there. Oh, always, uh, it's a piece of it's a special piece about you, Greg Hollenbeck, that I love it's a piece because of history, right? Yeah, there. it is. But you know what? You uh, taught me how to drink like a sir, and I'll never forget the lesson that I got from Greg Hollenbeck: how to drink like a sir. Scotch, scotch is a place yeah. in my heart. Um, <laughs> Chef Brother Luck, I think he's back in the kitchen, and he'll be back with us. But just to set the stage from you, four by Brother Luck, and where's my card, Jay? Does anybody know where my card is? Here it is. I got it right here. For by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. If you're in the shot of our voice, come down and join us. Uh, truly a party. It's the second hour of the Modern Eater Show begins. Greg Hollenbach, Jake Parker, and Brian Freeman. Little Rich Snyder from Rockalitas is here with us. Um, and Chef Brother Luck's going to come back and join us. But the Modern Eater Summer Dinner Series uh, brought to you by Growers Organic. This has been a very special um, season of dinners, the Summer Dinner Series, and SummerDinnerSeries.com. It's the name of the game right now, and as we uh, tiptoe into week six with Chef Brother Luck, um, I don't know if we have him on the phone right now, but Chef Kyle Mendenhall, is, is Arabella back in the – he's there? Oh, this is great. Okay, let's do this. So – from Arcana in Boulder, 909 Walnut Street, Chef Kyle Mendenhall. He'll do week seven um, batting cleanup for all of these chefs. This is so much fun. Chef Kyle Mendenhall, uh, thank you for joining us on the show this evening from your kitchen in Arcana. How are you, Chef? I'm good, man. How are you guys? This is great, man. This is kind of a party. We're sitting here eating and drinking. We got. We have to do that at our con. Hey, Brian, can you pay attention? Here yes, sir. To yes, just sir. Focus on the show. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you so much, um, Kyle. Here we are, man. <laughs> you, you can't control these things. It's live radio. What can you do? We had about. What was our late night conversation the other night? I just fell in love with you all over again. Um, <laughs> Your laugh. Yeah, it was just something about all Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Where do you even begin with that? Talk about what all Colorado means. I mean, I think for us, the culinary journey that we are embarking on here at Arcana is just really trying to figure out um, if we can help define a little bit what Colorado food is. Um, I mean, that, that that's it in a nutshell, really. What's available to us, what's in season to us. You know, can we go without doing? Uh, can we go without a few things in order to highlight um, a few Colorado-specific things that maybe people aren't used to seeing? Now, is that possible? To you know, we work in such narrow windows as Brian can attest to, as far as produce goes and, and availability. But how do you keep a well-rounded menu year-round? Uh, I mean, that's definitely the challenge i mean you have to find creative things to do with uh you know overwinter beets and potatoes and cabbages and carrots and things like that i mean we definitely go through a spell in our state where um you know we're lacking on the produce side and then there's not a whole lot of green um but you know that said i mean with uh, high tunnels and hoop houses and things like that there are a lot of people out there that are able to round the corner even during the colder months 
on the phone with us right now from Arcana in Boulder, Chef uh, Kyle Mendenhall joining us back on the show. We're in, we're in his home right now. It's for by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs and Chef Brother Luck as he's juggling a busy kitchen and I know your time is limited, but I wanted to introduce you two fellas. You run in the same circles, but I don't know that you've ever uh, shook each other's hands. Oh man, I gotta get up to Boulder. I, I've heard so many amazing things about everything that's going on up there. It's 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 such a, a great scene. We uh, we aspire to have our own version of Boulder down here in the Springs. Yeah, Chef well, Kyle, you would love to too. see what he's got. That's what they're doing down there. Thank you, Chef. Thank you. So we're talking seasonality with Chef uh, Kyle Mendenhall right now in Arcana, and we're talking about Colorado, the limited seasons. Uh, Kyle Mendenhall is a, a big advocate for doing as much Colorado as you possibly can, but I'll throw the question out to both of you chefs. It's not unreasonable to bring in other uh, produce and agriculture from other states, or, or is it? Where, where do you land with that, Chef Brother Luck? Uh, you know, one of the things that I, I, I found amazing was um, when I was working in Japan, um, anything from Japan is local to them. And, and obviously it's not a huge, huge country like the U.S., but it made me kind of question, there's certain things that grow in this country that are indigenous to only certain parts of this country. So, you know, I, I love supporting local when we have our season, but there's some things like, you know, if I'm getting catfish, I, I want Mississippi catfish. <laughs> hey, brother, have you ever tried uh, pawpaws? I haven't. No, you're going to have to. Really? That's yeah. a, a old southern thing that okay. we might have to turn you on All to. Right, it almost in. tastes like custard. Yeah. <laughs> So Chef Mendenhall, we sat down in the last segment with Brother and we talked about uh, the menu that he's creating. Maybe you can give us just a sneak preview of uh, an item or two that you'll be putting on your menu at week seven of the Summer Dinner Series. Oh, wow. are you sure you want to give it away already? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, one of my favorite things that Colorado does a great job of this time of year is uh, we got peppers coming on. So I'm definitely thinking about doing a, a dish with some uh, with some peppers. Kind of thinking of maybe like a fire roasted uh, shishito with uh, creme fraiche and uh, some Colorado trout roe that we have. Uh, we're able to cure it and and hold on to it, and uh, it's another use uh, of the of the fish that we get. And uh, I think that would be a, a fun little you know little starting snack. Um, I also am a big fan of eggplant wasn't always that way in my life but in the last couple of years i've really come to to love that vegetable and um and there's a dish that we like to do it's called an eggplant custard so i'm really thinking about doing that it, it came from the idea that wow. uh when i was cooking eggplants it, it tasted almost like a custard and so we developed a dish out of that yeah renownedly you know eggplant one of those most difficult things to work with all i could think about is sauteing it but you're gonna you're gonna make a custard out of it. Yeah, you know we, we challenge people a little bit, but uh, I think when it actually comes down to it, it's, it's it feels pretty natural. Collaboration is a, a really cool thing, and I know brother uh, tries to have a sustainable model here in Colorado Springs to where uh, you're growing stuff, brother. Yeah, I mean we we've got the the. the uh, herb garden outside, which is full of everything from nasturtiums to every kind of herb you can imagine right now. Um, and then the greenhouse, man, the, the cooks have just taken to it. There's so many lettuces going on out there and, and tomatoes and squash. And it's, it's just really cool to have that kind of uh, direct connection to the soil and, and, and be able to fill that dirt. Chef Mendenhall, do you concur? Are you doing those types of things? 
Oh, man, I mean, I, I, I think that's incredible, and I think that's awesome. For me, uh, I mean, I feel like sometimes I can barely hold down just a single restaurant, <laughs> let alone do farming on top of it. I think, uh, I, you know, our deal is, is we just, you know, uh, try to go to the people that do what they do the best, you know? You know, go to the butcher that butchers the best. Go to the farmer that farms the best. Um, uh, it's not to say that, uh, uh, man, I think that's awesome. I would love to have that in our future. Maybe maybe a rooftop garden. Yeah, that's why guys like Brian, and you know, feel free, jump in, Brian. But to be able to be that conduit for chefs, to be able to source these great products that, you know, again, Brother's doing a lot of that himself just within his own means. But, you know, Brian, let's, well, fa- yeah. let's face it. What brother said though, when he was—I mean, I—he so eloquently said it when he was at the warehouses—is is the fact that someone like myself and growers, we provide this conduit, we provide an avenue for all these little guys to get together, so brother can have something on his menu all summer long, so Kyle can have something on his menu all summer long, and I think that's important because you know every farmer would love to be able to grow everything that a chef needs or everything that a grocery store needs but the reality is is they have to have variety they have to have staggered planning they have to do all these things work with their space and a lot of people don't understand that you know i mean and that's what i think is and you know and kyle where i was saying is you'd get a you'd love what our boy here brother luck has chef in the back of his restaurant he he built a little greenhouse and um and it's it because I, I built it actually. Oh, did <laughs> I love it? I love it, folks. And that is Nate from Colorado Organic Farm, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Organic Mountain, Farms. Rocky Mountain. Thank you, thank you. And um, yeah, but that was so cool because that's you know what Nate built back there for Chef is this little place that he can educate his employees about what's going on, what's able to grow right now. If you're asking for something. Is it realistic that it's growing still in Colorado? The house and, you that know. Nate built. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Maybe we can connect you too. Hey, listen, I don't want to take up uh, two of your Tuesday nights, but I want to take up two of your Tuesday nights. Uh, the invitation is open, Chef Mendenhall, if you'd like to join us for Chef Brother Luck's dinner on Tuesday night, benefiting the ACF Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. Uh, we'd love to have you. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. So if you can make it, that's fantastic. Uh, if not, we'll see you the following Tuesday for your dinner at the uh, Summer Dinner Series. So we appreciate your time. I know that in, a, in Brother Luck, you can uh, appreciate this. you got to get back to the kitchen. He's, a, he's in Arcana and Boulder, and, and uh, we appreciate your time on the phone, Chef. Hey, it's my pleasure. Always happy to talk to you guys and always hear, uh, always so good to hear about all the good things you guys are doing and the people that you're working with and chatting with. I, I appreciate it. It's awesome. I, I think I'm actually going to head up there so I can go check out uh, Oaken 14th as well. i got a buddy that's doing some stuff uh, up there uh, also. So, yeah, I, I think I'm actually got a boulder trip in the, in the future. Boulder trip in the future? Yeah, all right. I'm going to send over contact information uh, with both of you Perfect. guys' permission. We can exchange that. Perfect. Definitely. Thank you so much. Chef Kyle Mendenhall uh, from the Kitchen in Arcana. If you want to go to Arcana, it's 909 Walnut Street in Boulder. And uh, so uh, I, I think we have another uh, live event with Chef Brother Luck doing a tour of uh, the Boulder the Boulder restaurant. I just want to take Brother everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the knowledge. As long as there's whiskey involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Speaking of whiskey, Distillery 291 and Philip Raleigh is going to join us here. Uh, probably in the next half an hour, but we've got um, 
some great sourcing and purveyors in front of us. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. And uh, none better than you being here with us, brother, be, to kind of lead the direction of this. These guys uh, set the stage. Here's the here, This is what you call radio tease, what we're going to hear about when you come back. Um, who the guys are, where they're from, and your connection with them, and, and what we'll find out from them when we get back on the show. All right. Do it. All right. <laughs> so uh, coming up, we're going to see uh, 291, uh, Distillery 291, world's best whiskey, rye. Can't beat that. Uh, we've all done some beautiful dinners with them here in the, in the springs. And uh, what Philip and Michael are doing is, is so special. It's, it's a great product. Um, absolutely gorgeous. And these guys, we're going to introduce them to the show next. <laughs> oh, and, you, you know, you can't you can't beat out Nate and, and Blake from Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. Um, Absolutely gorgeous what's going on up there. 20 acres in Black Forest, Mangalista hogs, Durak hogs. Um, there's chickens, there's there's vegetables, there's oh my, there's a little bit of everything. So absolutely, absolutely amazing. Cool. So here's the tease. Where's Black Forest? Ah, you might not know. We're going to tell you. What are they raising in Black Forest and uh, farmers? What are they farming? That's going to be cool. Blake DeHuff and Nathan Rockwood. They're coming up next. Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. Uh, coming at you live from Brother Luck's spot. It's uh, four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com, and remember to drink globally, locally. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Okay, let's do this right quick. It's Jeff Rourke in A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Uh, he's a family man, a business owner here in Colorado. He's as hyper-local as he gets, and uh, we really appreciate the service that he does because we want to drink delicious Colorado craft beer the way that it's intended to taste. And Jeff Rourke, he's a facilitator of that 
Uh, again, 20 years in the business. He's installing and maintaining draft systems all over Colorado and beyond. He works with the managers and owners to make your dreams come true. Truly, he's that type of guy to where you, you tell him, come in, Jeff. What are the things? What are my shortfalls? What do I need to adjust? Uh, whether you're adding a draft line, you need your glycol system adjusted. You're pouring temperature beer that is just off, and it's pouring foam, tacky form, foam that costs money. Because if you're not pouring efficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're pouring your, your money, money down, down the, the drain. drain. Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, uh, 720-272-3809. You need an A-Plus report card from Jeff. It's 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I call them good eaters. These boys are good eaters sitting in front of us right now, and that's the way it should be on a Saturday night. You should be enjoying dinner like we are at 4 by Brother Luck at 321 Tejo, no, North Tejone Street. Let's get that right. It's four by Brother Luck and Chef Brother Luck's in the kitchen doing what he does best, running a great staff, getting in all the food city sourcing and creating delicious plates for you um, to take part in. And, and I think the world of the guy, he just does so much for the culinary community. And we want to enter into the conversation. These gentlemen, they've been so patient, built up an appetite. And I think that um, they're a great fit for the show right now because summer dinner series and SummerDinnerSeries.com is where you can find your tickets as we enter uh, week six of the Summer Dinner Series. Brian, this is cool. Uh, purveyors, farmers, ranchers, we got around on a road trip all over the state, and these guys were not on our radar, but they're going to be. Yes, they are. It's yes, they are. Rocky Mountain Organic Farms and Blake DeHuff and Nathan Rockwood join the show right now. Located in Black Forest. Where's Black Forest, guys? 15 minutes north of uh, Colorado Springs? Yeah, it's pretty much Colorado Springs. Pretty much Colorado Springs. The land that you're on, what are you doing with it? Well. And when you talk, say your name so the folks can delineate who's talking. All right, this is Blake DeHuff. Um, we purchased this property about seven years ago. It's a 50-year-old 50, 50 horse farm. So it's been modified over the years here. A lot of cleanup. It's very old and kind of run down uh, and been turning it into a uh, animal farm and uh, growing as many crops as we can trying uh, some oddball things stuff that's not typically grown here in Colorado and uh, try to make it local like saffron right we were planting saffron that's yesterday right. planting saffron yesterday so crazy brother luck rejoins us yeah. here at four by brother luck I never left you know, <laughs> he's like a ninja. Hey, man, it's radio, right? Uh, live on Facebook, yeah. though, brother. Enigma, we've, we've got... An enigma or a ninja, because uh, those two words are very close. Uh, and he is, he's a hardworking man. He's in here. He's running the restaurant, and he's trying to be on the show with us here tonight. Thank you for that, brother. Luck. Absolutely. Thank you. Brother, you source from these guys. What are you sourcing right now? Uh, the pig is gorgeous. I mean, absolutely beautiful. Uh, Blake brought me some gooseberries um, two weeks ago. I used them up on a really nice jam. I did a dinner up in Crested Butte. Um, the eggs brought in was gorgeous. I mean, everything they do is amazing. It's 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 so it's so special to have um, a farmer that is that committed to 
uh, serving great ingredients and, and raising great ingredients um, and the education behind it. It's, it, it, makes, it makes my job much easier. Brother, it sounds like these guys like other guys because your sommelier said he's been with you for 12 years. Um, and these guys sound like they've been with you since the very beginning. Oh, man, I've known Nate since Nate was in culinary school. I was a, I was a chef mentor for their competition team. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a small community. It's, it's, it's special down here. There's something very unique in Colorado Springs. That, you, you're now like the grandfather you're, when you're starting yeah, to say, I just raised this guy. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm 35. Brother. Calm down. I know. And that's what I was going to say. He's so young, yet he's so he's wise. And like it's like dog years hey, in chef life. 35. <laughs> listen, you know. Um, so talk about the, a question, uh, and you know these guys much better than we do, but to, to get the most valuable information, what's a question you would throw at these guys that you think is so important that people should know? Um. Why'd you start the farm? Well, uh, this is Blake again. Yep. Great uh, question, actually, by the way. You know, I, I initially started it um, just to provide good, clean, healthy food for the family. Um, you know, going to the grocery store to get meat is not the best uh, adventure anymore. And so I thought I could do it better. And so we started with uh, three mangalitsa pigs about four years ago. And have been breeding and uh, growing these animals in a uh, organic fed and a, a pasture raised environment. Um, my goal is to uh, provide a, not only a healthy product, but a ethical product, top of the line quality product, ethically raised. Exactly, give these pigs a, a happy life that they deserve for their sacrifice for our enjoyment in the end you taste it yeah you definitely mm -hmm. do here's a curveball for you though is that a sustainable model for you know mass production for people around the world is this something that we can do within our communities and and feed everybody within our communities my opinion is uh mass production no because these pigs deserve land to to roam on and um, you know, right now it's with the property we have, um, you know, I have at the most 20 to 25 pigs in a couple acre pasture. And brother takes about 20 of those from you. <laughs> hey, we're getting people there. Keep, if people keep eating them. We're, we'll keep serving them. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, uh, I think it's uh, sustainable 100%, far more sustainable than our current commercial agriculture um, the profit margin is is a lot lower because I'm I'm feeding a, a lot higher quality product. Uh, the time that goes into these uh, Megalitsa pigs, since they're such a heritage breed, they take over a year to fully mature. Um, so you know the the bottom line is cost of feed. Yeah. Um, not including you know my time or anything like that, but. The, the, the thing we wanted to do is produce a, a pork product that is head and shoulders above the rest, starting with some of the best genetics, providing a, an environment that is healthy and, and provides them with enough space that they're all happy and, and they can do their thing. Uh, the nutrition is, is huge. You are what you eat. Well, they are what they eat. And so the more live food we can provide at pasture, um, with Colorado, we don't have the greatest uh, pastures here but mm -hmm. I try to do a spring and a fall pasture and I plant uh, daikon radish and peas 
and clover and grass and oats and they get twice a year pastures to to just feed on um, and that in itself I think will create a, a healthier animal which then will have stronger genetics for generations to come they'll be used to our high altitude used to our environment mm -hmm. and and just provide a healthier product uh, in the in the long run here you said so many great things there and we had that opportunity in, in May to visit a hog farm in Paonia. Uh, the gentleman's name is Toby McPartlett, and he's doing the, uh, trying to do the same things of utilizing the, the pastures correctly and, and rotating. And, mm -hmm. and so I, I look at animals, and brother, you know, you jump in on this, but um, first of all, profitability. You mentioned profitability, and, and just a restaurant itself. If you have one of the most profitable restaurants, it, it might be. Eight per ten percent, if you're lucky, profitability off of the bottom line, which is small margins yeah, to be able yeah. to make profit. In. And then I, I, I look at um, raising animals, and just last night I was having a conversation with somebody to where I, you know, I, in my estimation, I go to natural grocers, I buy a chicken um, that's free range and it's thirteen dollars, and and I'm asking questions. Well, how long do they have to keep that chicken for? And, and how many for thirteen dollars? So I'm thinking of packaging. I'm thinking about feed. I'm thinking about time spent, shipping. You you factor in all of those equations. What are you making a dollar off of a chicken? Or mm -hmm. or, or if, if even that, um, I'm thinking to myself, you know, thirteen dollars just in feed well, for it, for a chicken. Go ahead. That that's where where agriculture needs to, to innovate, and that's kind of what we're starting to look at, and kind of what I've I've been focusing on is, is how do you make agriculture something that can make money while you're sleeping and there's a lot of opportunities there with agritourism if you go throughout Europe and Italy and some of the countries there Spain France you know most of the farms there have uh, some sort of tourist uh, component to it whether it be a bed and breakfast or you know a school kids come and visit or uh, doing a pig roast as an example but uh, they have these different facets of agritourism that that enable that farm and that that ranch to make money uh, beyond just making money off the animal because like you said your profit margins are small uh, same thing here, you know, brother's working on a restaurant. He's also working on building a brand so he can make money outside of the restaurant because he knows his profit margins are relatively small. And so uh, we're very interested in how, how do we promote Colorado, how do we promote agriculture, uh, and then the values of agriculture so when people come and visit uh, the farm, they, they can learn not only about uh, the animals and how, how they're raised, but also how important agriculture is to our economy and our, and our society and our community and our culture because there's a lot of values in agriculture that yeah. we don't always have at the dinner table. The Nate, voice of yeah. uh, Blake DeHuff and, and uh, Nathan Rockwood from Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. I'm so glad that you jumped in and, and, and talked to me about that because you're make it mitigating costs, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're trying to figure out how um, this might be your loss leader, but here are certain things that you can do to make. But why wouldn't you want to just uh, turn a cold shoulder to what your loss leaders are and just concentrate on the most profitable unless you really believe in the movement of what you're doing yeah, altogether. Yeah, that's exactly It's the triple bottom line. It's not just making money to make money. It's, it's you know, profiting the environment, the people around you, and everyone involved in the processes and also profiting, you know, as an organization, as a business. Uh, it's something that's important to us. But, you know, at the end of the day, anyone in the world can make money. Uh, you know, what's important is, is the relationships we have along the way and the way we treat people and, and how how we can, you know, hopefully teach our, our culture to, to evolve a little bit so that we're not so so egotistical and self-centered about, you know, having to be 
the most make the most off of something like you said earlier you know yeah. is it sustainable from a profit yeah. standpoint well that's sexy that is just good well, what do you think about that brother i'm glad to be a part of his career <laughs> right i mean that that's truly what it's all about when we talk about hyper local and and and, and truly uh here's a guy brother where you're sourcing from this farm and and then the fee i would imagine you're probably getting your feed locally uh if not Growing it yourself. We're growing as much as we can ourselves, and, yeah. and our goal leading into the future is to grow everything that we need. Um, you know, however, right now, growing, um, I source actually some out of uh, Kansas, yeah. some organic grains out of Kansas, and I built a relationship years back out of a, with a farmer out of Ohio, and I actually source uh, wheat and oats uh, from an organic farmer in Ohio right now. So I understand you gents are going to team up with Chef Brother Luck for uh, week six of the summer dinner series, and and have some of this delicious uh, hog pork for the main course, which pork belly, right? Yeah, yeah. The bellies came in, so yeah. what a, what a high butchered, line. Uh, yesterday. Just butchered yesterday. Can't get any fresher than that. Can't get mad at that. You cannot get mad <laughs> at hey, that. Hey, Greg, Brian Freeman here. It was one thing I'd like to throw at these guys, Nate and Blake. I, I really admire because one of the things that Blake said is is that. It, it, uh, factory farming is really not sustainable. And what is sustainable is actually people being hyper-local, like what you know the Modern Eater Growers and, and Brother Luck is all about here tonight at the table. Is this reality is, is you're bringing your, everything, all your resources locally. So you guys are down near Colorado Springs in the Black Forest, and you're looking at partnering up with people like Brother and, and being able to sell and make money off of all of, all of your hogs. And then I would even further say, as consumers, we have a responsibility because the reality is, is I, I have to be able to come into Brother Luck and I, 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 I should never flinch at whatever he wants to charge me because of the fact so that true, I Brian. know that oh what these guys are doing. Well, but that's, the, that's the reality. Is this an, I think that that's yeah. an adjustment, though, within the market. There's a shift right now to where we vote it, with our dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you, you we vo do vote with our dollars, and so few people. Greg, let, jump back into that. Well, yeah. no, you should support with your dollars, too, because I'll tell you what. If I can go to a, uh, a restaurant, with, with and we'll use Brother Luck as an example, to where – there's a story. There are folks like you behind it, uh, folks like Philip uh, from 291, and these products are uh, thoughtfully and mindfully sourced to where I'll pay that premium because I know it's going back into my community. I know it's going to support your farm, your distillery, um, the grains that you purchase in Colorado. Uh, all of those types of things tie into where I think there's an adjustment. And this movement that we see uh, that's not only hyper-local but getting reacquainted with the food and beverage that you're putting into your body and knowing that, you know, three times a day, theoretically, you're eating and drinking. And those dollars can go so far within your community yeah. and well always remember when you when you're buying local you're supporting us you're you're supporting our families you're supporting our employees you're supporting our economy this is what's making us thrive so we're investing into our economy by opening businesses here and offering products so support those and and that's one of the key pieces is really getting the awareness out there of of knowing your local farmer knowing your local butcher knowing your local restaurateur or your distiller these, these are the people that are, are giving you the libations to truly enjoy the lifestyle of the community we have. Gosh, 
Well, don't you love it, Greg? No one at this table flew in from another town tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean, the reality is, is everyone drove here. Well, and don't get me wrong. Yeah. Hyper local can be throughout every community, but I always say it: if you can't support others within your own community, don't expect it at all for others outside of your community to do it for us. So, jeez, uh, I mean, this is I, seriously, I get goosebumps when. I talk about these things because it does make sense. It is real. And beyond that, brother, it's a footprint. It's a footprint for generational change. Mm -hmm. It's a footprint for folks like you bring up through the ranks to uh, take those core values forward to have a stronger uh, community wherever you live. Well, chefs have a duty to help change things. You know, we've been leaders in our communities. That's what, you know, chef comes from, from chief. So it's our, our job is quite literally to help push the culture of our society forward and to bring the right values to the table. I love these dudes. Are we going to bring them up with us to <laughs> always, Denver? Always. You guys have a ticket if you want to go to this dinner. I think it's very, very fitting because we like to hear from the farmers. There's an educational element to these dinners to where uh, we're showcasing and highlighting and the folks that are going to these dinners truly care about the things we're talking about at this table. So. Uh, thank you so much, gents. Thank you very much I for having us. appreciate it. Uh, Blake DeHuff and Nathan Rockwood, Rocky Mountain Organic Farms. We, we want a tour. We insist. Absolutely. We? Well, we have Any a pig time. roast on the 25th. I mean, August Correct. 25th. Done and done. Come. Wow. Saturday. Is brother going to be there? We're trying to get him there. It looks like we're coming yeah. to Colorado <laughs> Springs two weekends in a row there, Greg, because we just got an invite on the 19th. Yeah, we're going to drink a lot of wine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot of wine going that day. Wine on the 19th, yeah. Brother, you said as long as there's whiskey there, you're there. I'm there's in. whiskey now. Hey. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Philip Raleigh, man. I love This dude, he is larger than life, and if this is life, I want to live it with him uh this is great this this gentleman uh bar program we'll talk about that we'll talk about uh, dis distillery 291 uh here in colorado springs and and again just the things that they're doing and the awards that they're winning they're cutting new road and i appreciate people like that 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 don't mean uh, that don't mind just laying it all out there so we'll continue it is four by brother luck chef brother luck we're in his digs this is so cool uh, 321 North Tejon Street in Colorado Springs. I encourage you, do yourself a favor. Get down here, uh, sample some of this good food, and feel the community that we're talking about. Uh, support your community and the people with the same values as you. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. This is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website. TheModernEater.com. Hey, Colorado chefs. Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and The Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any 
hormones, antibiotics, or steroids, I recommend getting the Crispy Rosemary Fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Blue Train chef, I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. F. Johnson Design did the Modern Eater's website. Go to themoderneater.com to check out some of their work. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you? that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info 
at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? From Cat Cubella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I love it. Elise Wiggins there. Captivella, meaning naughty girl. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's a great gal. Here we are back at 4 by Brother Luck. Brother Luck stepped aside for a moment. And I want to give this a uh, proper introduction because um, I'm, I'm fond of this gentleman. Um, he's a world traveler. He's a man about town. He is the true bon vivant in my estimation. Uh, he'll make it happen. His name's uh, Mr. Please, Please. He's the two and only. His name's Philip Raleigh from Distillery 291. How, how are you, Philip? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back on the show. You ever had an introduction like that? Never. Not in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Deservantly so. Uh, let's, just like Alice in Wonderland, let's start in the beginning. Uh, Distillery 291. What is it? Where are you at? And what are you doing? So Distillery 291 was founded by Michael Myers. Um, he was a fashion beauty photographer by trade. Um, after September 11th, 2001, um, he found himself under the North Tower that day, moved out here to Colorado Springs, uh, was commuting back and forth for work, and wrote an article about Hendrix Gin and Sailor Jerry Rum and said, I want to do that with whiskey and quit his job and poured everything into learning about the distillation process and in a tiny little 300 square foot basement next to the Blue Star Restaurant um, and Bristol Brewing, uh, he pulled his first still on September 11th. 2011, 10 years to the date later. They call you a brand ambassador. Yeah. And I can't think of anybody <laughs> better. You might have a better, but I, Just recently, I'm now the VP of business development as we're continuing to grow and uh, move into other states and Congrats. into the UK. So Congratulations, yeah. wow. my friend. Wow, overseas. Yeah, <laughs> we just had a really big project in the UK with Boutique Whiskey, a really great little company out there. Taken 291 worldwide. So you, I, and I noticed because I noticed these things, you didn't correct me, but you said 291. Yeah, that's a funny thing. Michael and I are always uh, asked, is it yeah. 291? Is it 291? It always just comes off as 291 for me. To you? Yeah. Okay. So you're not going to shame me for saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> he is a good guy. You know. Distillery 291. As long as you drink it. You're part of the 291 family, 291 family, however you want to say it. Well, and, yeah, Greg, you took your first test. What do you think? It's not my first. <laughs> That's for sure. This isn't my first to, to this distillery, and they amaze me time and time again uh, when you step foot into the um, what I would call a modest distillery where I was watching a bottling day uh, with Michael Myers, and, and it's, a, a, again, a community. You walk in, and... There's this great bar, and you, you can talk more about the, the bar and what that mo is modeled behind, but there's a, a, a couch that, you know, is thoughtfully sourced wherever you got the couch from. And there's right a, here in Colorado Springs. Right here in Colorado <laughs> Springs. And then there's the, the um, distillery itself. Uh, the, the stills are, are right there, and, and kind of the stories that, that Michael shared about his humble beginnings of just getting started. Uh, distilling and, and some of the equipment that he first started out with to where there was a, a button on one. I'm not sure what that button was, but he had to tend to it like every four hours, right? It's actually a little bit um, shorter than that time. <laughs> there was a period he could only be away from the distillery for 
I believe it was like 45 minutes to an hour and oh. 15 minutes, and it was the steam process, which is how whiskey is cooked. And um, he had a like at-home steam shower unit and had to go reset it. Every you know, 45 minutes. So he could never be so far away from the distillery. Imagine what that would do to your life. <laughs> Just turn it up. I mean, your sleep schedule, everything. And that's where um, passion is drawn from. I think that's the biggest thing. Michael's direction and the passion he's put into this whiskey for uh, three years before anyone even was on a team with him. Um, his dedication to uh, being rugged, refined, and rebellious and doing all these different things with whiskey uh, has given our team now uh, that exact same passion to just get in there, make the best whiskey, sell the best whiskey that we can, and every day just try to hold true to Michael's vision and what he set forth for us. So seriously literally pivoting and taking a left turn in his career where do i get a michael myers original uh photograph that i mean the guy the guy's stellar and everything that he does but attention to detail and and um you know just as you had gone through your taglines of of what is it rugged rebellious and refined rebellious and refined it shows in in everything that he works with and and the folks that he has you know starting with you the day that i met you uh, you just lit up the room. You walked into the, um, is that a tasting area? How would so, you describe that when you walk into 291? Michael's vision for that room was, um, it is 300 square feet. It's exactly what he started in. So it's that, that square footage of, to give people an idea, this was the space all of this was being taken place in. He wanted to capture the allure of the Wild West. He wanted to create a uh, tasting room where a cowboy could walk in, you know, give me a shot of whiskey. Sure. Uh, our whiskeys are really high proof. Um, and, uh, but then also to highlight the spirits and make um, whiskeritas, which is one of his signature drinks. In the summer in the tasting room, we do it frozen. We do it on the rocks. Um, oh, and it's our so white good. corn whiskey. Um, and that's designed to introduce people just to our lineup if you're not a whiskey drinker. And it's designed to showcase Michael's story. So you'll see his photography prints um, behind the bar. Those are photographier works. Uh, it's a French-style photography of taking a negative chemically etching it in copper plating, and those plates make prints. Well, Michael actually built our original 45-gallon copper finishing still out of seven of those photogravier works. And still to this day, it acts as our thumper keg off of our 300-gallon still now, and all of our product still runs through that. Uh, we promised it, and he's delivering. Philip Raleigh, Distillery 291. Uh, cool to have you here at Four by Brother Luck, and, and you know, it, it's, it's, place, it's restaurants like this. It's folks that um, sing the song of the brand that yep. represent it well. Um, uh, mindful product placing. Uh, those types of partnerships. Are there any partnerships that, um, and, and we'll talk about that and then we're going to go into um, awards. Cool. Which, but we got a few. The partnership, <laughs> you do have a few. <laughs> Partnerships that you have. Uh, first of all, the value of that and some of the strategic place, product placement of where folks can. Um, find 291, especially in, in, in Denver. I can, can I just say one that I know of yeah. that they love? And I'll go drinking old-fashioned there all day long, every day long. But if you go to Hearth and Dram, it's... Oh, uh, those are my good friends over there. <laughs> those are great people. I walk in there, and it's like, <laughs> all right, let, let's party. Here it is. And, and um, 291, when they that's that's the bottle. They take off the shelf, and they plop it right down. How? First of all, was it you who brokered that? How it, do you get stuff like that? You know, it's relationships. Um, uh, the team at Hearth and Dram, when they were first opening... Uh, 
brought me in, let me share Michael's story, um, and they were tasting our whiskey. Let me take a look at Brother Luck. Uh, Brother Luck and uh, myself, we met almost three and a half years ago, and we started talking about doing this pop-up dinner in our distillery. And uh, Brother came, we had about 30 people there. We did a seven-course dinner, drinks, food, just the ambiance was amazing. And that's where the relationships start. Um, and for us at 291, it's about a personal touch. It's about knowing what uh, bar we're going to be in, what they're representing. Are they sharing our story? And what's their story? Um, how are they highlighting their local food with the local whiskey? And um, that's what's important. And that's how the servers, the bartenders, the chefs are like, I'm going to use that product no matter what, because let me tell you about it. And they know our story just as well as I do. It's the apostles, though. I mean, truly. You truly. can go in and, and at a bar, you know, Hearth and Dram will take, for instance. It's, that changes management. Things can change quickly, but the apostles are still out there. Yep. Um, they get other jobs. They have other establishments. So uh, building that allegiance uh, and the alliance that you can get from that allegiance is is truly remarkable. And the work that you guys have done in such a short period of time, which, Brian, this segues into... Oh, look at this. Charcuterie. <laughs> a couple of charcuterie trays. <laughs> I like that segue there, that's, Greg. That's uh, horrible. <laughs> yeah, Greg, good work on that. Good work uh, on that. We didn't expect this. Brother Luck just keeps rolling them out dish by dish for us. But um, Well, look at the backdrop with that 291 uh, Colorado gorgeous. whiskey this and uh, all really these products. Gorgeous. Yeah, throw a headset on real quick yeah, if you yeah. would. We're going to get an introduction hey, hey, right here. Hey, Philip, how you doing? <laughs> good, how are you? It's good to good, see you. It's good been a while. Well, yeah. How are you? Great, this is thanks. an unexpected pleasure. You're going to... For the folks on Facebook Live, yeah, you yeah. got an extra treat, so go ahead. Cool. All right, Facebook Livers. So right here we got some Bresaola. We got a little bit of sour ale salami here, some Gravlox, and then a nice black truffle sea salt salami with toasted bread. I got, wait, back up, Bresaola. <laughs> Bresaola. You, you got to talk to, we're common folk out here. All right, you know so Bresaola I mean? is going to be a nice cured beef. And then we've also got some Gravlox, which is salmon. Over here on our cheese board, you're looking at a little bit of fried cotilla cheese. Some, Ooh. pardon me, some sheep skewer from Fruition Farms. And then you're looking at St. Angel, which is a nice cow cheese that is creamy like brie. You've got some Paradiso Reserve, a little bit of goat telegio. Look at that. And then an assortment of little jams and jellies and seeds mm. and nuts and breads for you. Folks, y'all enjoy and so your charcuterie. You're, you're hitting up the local. All the all this is local. Absolutely. Oh, if we don't it. make it here, we source it from people within the Four Corners area. Get a lot of our cheese products from Fruition Farms. You may be familiar with them from their restaurant. Yeah, Denver, Fruition, of course. Uh, your name, sir? And I'm Josh. Josh, thank you so it's much. Nice to take part. Y'all enjoy. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, what a pleasant surprise. And and uh, I have to tell you, as a fan of charcuterie and, and cheese board, that this is probably one of the most divine ones that I've seen. And oh, there's a place in, in, in Naples, Florida called uh, La Playa, and they have a restaurant there, the Turtle Club, to where you can mix and match anything that you'd want on a cheese board. This rivals anything that I've seen um, anywhere. So, Greg, uh, it's gorgeous. If good folks, job if you could that. see this on our Facebook page. Arabella, how much it's time do we incredible. have left? What? 30 seconds? Oh, no. Talk about the award. Well, uh, what's really cool is our rye whiskey just won Whiskey of the World, Best Rye Whiskey from Whiskey Magazine out of London. Yes. Um, and that is huge. It's like winning the Oscars. It's like winning everything in whiskey, and it's right here in Colorado Springs. You're stud. Philip Raleigh, thank you, everybody involved. For by Brother Luck, go check it out. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.